0: chain attack i'm your host trevor and i am currently reading the last ronin uh,
2: i'm i'm jay and i am excited that uh spring is starting to peak out its head, and and we've started walking around the green belt in our in our town again
1: nice uh i'm josh and i'm currently contemplating how realistic it is to have a retirement home for gamers <laughs> <laughs>
0: What, just, while you're retired, there is that, is that yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that too, yeah, yeah. I just want to yeah, be so able, you're gonna manage the business like, while
1: you're in retirement. Eh, no, I'm out, I'm out. <laughs> this plan's over now. Thanks, I hate it.
0: <laughs> just, just verifying, just checking.
1: I just sometimes look at my Steam library and I'm like, you know, wonder how many hours this will take me to play everything.
0: <laughs> and will I have that many hours after I retire?
1: Basically,
0: yeah. I do <laughs> wonder
1: that. I do wonder I,
0: that. I've had those similar questions.
1: And in some ways, I applaud the, the millennials who have found a way to monetize. Of course, they usually just play like one game as all on a stream, right? Didn't you tell me once there's like a grandma streamer, though, who like everybody loves and she just plays all kinds of different games? Or does she only play like one,
0: too? Uh, I know grandpa streamers who play lots of first person shooters. There's a There's a grandpa streamer that's incredibly hilarious. with first person shooters yes (laughs) and honestly i'm I'm not even sure i mean you use the term millennial but i don't think it is i think it's really more gen z that's really
1: you're right you're right i i forgot about that gen sorry (laughs) gen zers
0: no there's there's plenty of millennials too but and there's honestly there's gen x what are we again are we gen x yeah we're gen yeah but it does the frequency goes up as you get it's true
1: yeah that makes sense they've been stewing in that for their whole lives
0: yeah yeah my my youngest child right now is currently watching twitch streams of chess (laughs) amazing he's i let him sign up for chess.com gave him his own okay okay so he's been playing a lot of chess lately and um he's just decided that that the way he's going to you know improve his chess skills by what instead of you know reading a chess book which is what i recommended to him he's going to instead watch chess streamers on twitch what if he's
1: right what if it works trevor that'll be so weird
0: uh well i mean the statement that i just made like two seconds ago that that sentence made me feel older um and if it is successful i will feel even older like i'm not sure if that's possible but I'm definitely feeling my age at the moment. Oh,
1: I love it. Yeah. Old man shakes fist at clouds, definitely. Jay, do you remember a game on Steam called Artifact? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, the high hopes we had. I don't know why. Yes. I'm literally just like running through my Steam library right now. <laughs> oh, I have played that. Oh, I haven't played that.
2: Um, so things with gaming and DJI, I guess this is peripherally related. Um but I the, the main part here is directly related. So Shatterpoint Star Wars Shatterpoint releases in uh one month on June second. Um I I have a demo copy that is shipping to me right now. Um I am it's it's gonna arrive at the end of the week and then we're gonna I'm gonna ship it off to a painter and then the following weekend i'm I'm going down to Salt Lake City to spend the weekend uh playing the game with a friend all weekend and oh really form, forming an opinion of it and he's he's uh he's keen on the idea of us doing uh a podcast on it and um i guess we'll we'll see how that turns out but um
1: this is only peripherally related, but did the um I'm trying to remember Brandon Sanderson, the fantasy author, wasn't mm-hmm. isn't there like a mini sl- video game? Being they did developed? A, they
2: did they did a Kickstarter for it, and so it funded uh, handily, and it's you know in I I backed it as on the retailer level, um, and
0: wait,
1: you backed it on the retailer level, but I thought it was a video game.
2: I I I, I Josh. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you.
0: <laughs> I think the video game you're thinking of is Moonbreaker, but I didn't think that was Brandon Sanderson. I think you guys are talking about two different games.
2: Wait, are
1: we talking about two different games?
2: I thought that it was... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Hey, as long as you don't know, I don't know either. I just oh, no. So Moonbreaker is a quote... Moonbreaker is a turn-based strategy tactical skirmish game designed to be a true digital miniatures experience set in an expansive sci-fi universe crafted by Brandon Sanders.
2: Yeah. And I, I'm i pretty sure that's the one that I did uh, a retailer backing up. But what would you up. sell as I a don't, retailer? I don't, yeah. I don't know.
1: I'm totally okay that you've done that, Jay. I just am trying to wrap my head around what this means.
2: Um, yeah, me too. I mean, let me, let me look at my... Uh, my Kickstarter. History. I mean,
1: I can actually buy the video game on Early Access right now.
2: Oh, interesting.
1: Which I feel dirty about because I hate
2: Early Access so oh, much. Oh, no, the one, I mean, okay, so this is this is fair that I would respond to what you said, Josh. So, the one I backed is Stormlight Premium Miniatures.
1: Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that one? Uh, Stormlight is his big, like that's his huge.
2: That's that's his epic fantasy. Yeah. Series. And
1: they aren't necessarily. Are they a game or are they just sweet minis?
2: Um, I thought it was a game, but maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to tell
1: you. Uh, it's okay. I'm just so proud of you for backing it. Good job.
2: Good job, you you effed up <laughs> um yeah, I mean it I, I mean, did definitely back it, and it did it's one that broke over four million,
1: yeah, because Sanderson's fans are like
2: yeah, they're just like rabid,
1: yes, they cannot get enough of this dude, and you know what yeah. more power to him,
2: yeah, yeah,
1: I did not connect with the series as much as like I like his stuff fine I've read quite I did. a bit of it but like
2: I haven't I haven't really connected with Sanderson and I can just end the sentence there <laughs> 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 and I'm I'm glad that it sparks joy for so many people but it I like it's kind of the, the I realized the biggest issue I had when I was reading him was that at no point did I ever feel drawn in to the story that he was telling, and so I would like read the book because it was my reading habit, but um, it didn't—it wasn't really pleasurable to me, I guess. So I will—I'll my—I'm I'm excited to to go play Star Wars Shatterpoint and uh, report to you guys what I think, and and hopefully uh, I'll also get you guys to uh, do a demo game with me, and then we can do a, an episode on it.
1: Yes, this sounds excellent. Especially so I need to go back and finish watching the stupid Clone Wars cartoon. Um
2: yeah, that's how I am on um Rebels. So but I haven't been drawn into that either, so All right. Well, I'm I'm kind of excited for this episode. What what made me think of this topic was our previous episode was um you guys Graded ISS Vanguard and, and I commented that I really loved the theme of it and that it wasn't one that I thought had been uh, done much or that um, it was it was cool seeing something kind of new in the board gaming sphere and so I, I said that we should each make a listicle of uh, some games or uh, some board games that we would like to see created um so josh you you're you're a man who loves board games i can't
1: decide if i should start with my stupidest idea or my greatest idea i'm gonna start with my stupidest probably
2: okay excellent i'm excited (laughs) i Uh, want to see please tell me i i i feel like this board game has to have five (laughs) words that all alliterate with each other. So oh, no, that's, that's the bar I've set for you.
1: I, oh geez, no, I only went I've only got two alliterative words here. I don't think I helped you. Uh ugh, I'd have to think about no, I can't even do it. I can't even do it. Here's <laughs> what I was thinking about. And and I honestly think John Company does this a tiny bit, but I want to see like a modern version of it. I <laughs> I want a board game that explores the CD underbelly of the insurance industry. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs>
1: Like you so, know, here's, imagine here's, if you're like running insurance companies, right? And like, like your goal is to screw people out of
0: their money.
2: My here's my elevator pitch for you, Josh. <laughs> yes, that, too. This, is will, start. this is the easiest way I can can think to to pitch it. Uh, imagine you have a board game that is better call Saul, except Saul's an insurance agent instead of <laughs> lawyer. <laughs> This, is, this stuff's amazing.
1: <laughs> but you know what I mean, like John Company kind of has this whole risk management element a little bit, right? Okay. And and it and the fact of like the way they they modeled like running a company, it, it just be I just think it would be interesting to do something like that. And yes,
0: Trevor, in the end, it would be how to screw people out of their money. I think. <laughs> yeah, I sure. mean, you would have you could take take certain risks and see you know they some of them might pay off big or the you know the hurricane might hit and you might lose tons of money trying to replace people's homes
2: yeah, i mean john company is is basically colonialism for fun and profit and this would just be insurance for for fun and profit <laughs>
1: yeah it'd be it'd be i guess is that sort of modern colonialism
2: question mark. <laughs> a little bit all right well uh do you have uh Anything else to say on on this board game idea, Josh? Uh
1: I mean, I think it has lots of expansion possibility because <laughs> the, you know, the first the base game it could just be the the medical industry and then you start to add all kinds of other industries you be evil in from there, you know, construction, okay. <laughs> fail, automotive, <laughs> homeowners, workers comp. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this was my stupidest idea.
2: Okay, okay. Yeah, I
0: I would love to have a you know board game about my uh, being a homeowners association and how much you can screw out homeowners. <laughs> by you know you, the whole point of the game would be to nitpick them. You can't put your garbage out in front of your house. That's against our rules. <laughs> this
1: is the most old man. <laughs> shakes fist at clouds episode we've had
0: <laughs> <months>. <laughs> i mean it's, certainly it's not a theme that's ever been done before in board games so i mean yeah you know, yeah exactly the potential publisher couldn't turn you away on that premise
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay trevor what is what is your first board game pitch
0: so um, I'd be lying if I didn't say that basically all of these I have written down in a notebook somewhere. Um, oh, yes. We would expect nothing less. Like there, these are games that I I literally, I'm like, I, someday I will design this game and I've written my ideas down inside some notebook somewhere. And I'm like, okay, this this is going to become a board game someday. But the truth is, is it's never going to be a board game, at least not published by me. Um, but I I've definitely worked more than just a few minutes, like not just wrote my ideas down, but like actually started, you know, considering potential game mechanics. And so, um, you know, here are my ideas. Please steal them and, and do them. Bring so them that to I fruition. Yes, so that I can enjoy them because I'm not going to ever. <laughs> um, but the first one, and I've had this idea for a while, is, um, you know, there's been a lot of racing games done throughout the years. But there's never been a, at least that I'm aware of, never a racing management sim. So, when I started playing F1 Manager 22 last year, I started seeing, you know, I started going back and looking at like Formula Day and some of these other um, racing sims. And there's some new ones coming out um, fairly soon within the next few years that are um, kind of, I would call them rehashes or reskins of of something similar to Formula Day or what's the other one? Um, I can't think of it. Anyway, you know, they're racing games where the player. Plays the car and tries to race the other players. I don't want to see that. I don't care. It's it's old news. Formula Days done it, and it probably does it better than most of the ones are going to try to do it again. Um, I want to manage a Formula One team, and that's the board game I want. I want to be able to create strategies for race day that may or may not win. I want to be able to hire raced car drivers um, and try to choose the best. I want to develop the car. I I want a team management game
2: board game. So I I actually did think about this one as well, putting it on my list. And one of the questions I had with it was what would a board game do better than, uh, than the video the, game than does the video game, yeah. Oh
0: yeah, that's a good question. Um well, first thing it it would do multiplayer. The the video game currently sure. in okay. its current iteration doesn't has no multiplayer. Um so I mean the fact that you're sitting around a table with everyone else and you're interacting you have you know, people trying to beat you out for these things and it's going to give you an opportunity. I mean the truth is, is in the Formula 1 sphere uh only one team wins. You know all the other teams lose. Um in you know F1 Manager the video game everyone wins because it's not hard enough you eventually get to the top. Um, that is not the case in a board game. You know, you're going to be forced to be in a position that you may or may not ever be able to get to the top. So um, beyond that, I think that it's probably going to have you know, quite a bit of different mechanics um, that are probably streamlined. It's it's going to be a little less a sim per se and more of a euro board game with the theme of F1 management. But the truth is, is I want to be able to sit around a table with other people and and uh, and beat them down.
1: When we get to
0: play Horseless Carriage, I'm really curious to see how
1: much of that game will satisfy some of these elements for you. Because, I don't, again, those cars aren't going to race, but it has that um, element of you're designing the cars, right? So.
0: Well, and on this show, I've mentioned in the past um, a game from the early 90s called Detroit that was um, a... Hmm. A car management sim where you you managed a car company and you were the whole point was to design and develop cars and then sell them um, in the global marketplace. And there is a modern version of this that's basically a a one for one recreation of it called Gear City. You can buy on on Steam. Um, And I still every once in a while you can the original Detroit is is where basically. I think you can get it on one of those old (laughs) DOS. Websites. like is gear city like old school graphics and everything um so let's just say that the company that makes gear city is kind of a small company like i think they might have one guy uh-huh and so yes it's it's not it is not the same graphics it's not like a faithful recreation of the game in using modern um software development it is it is more modern software development from a very very small team like it's it's it would be more like late '90s graphics. Uh, maybe that's being a little too rough on him. It's not good. Like the graphics are horrible. <laughs> okay, all right. but it's mostly because it's a small team and he's tackling a a, a product that is that was quite big in scope. Uh huh. And he's trying to do it in, using like like the car, the car development from the original game was two dimensional. You would slot in a fender or an engine or whatever, and they would just fit. Because it was kind of using like a a paper doll mechanic. Um, in the modern version, he's trying to do it 3D, which means that it doesn't work the same way as well. It's much. There's a lot more complexity that he's trying to add into it that didn't exist in the original game. Okay. But the, I, I've been I've been every time ever since you told me you had bought horseless carriage. I'm. I've been waiting to play it. I'm like, when are you going to, when are we going to do this? Because I want to have that board game too. I want to have the, you know, turn of the century, uh, th- where, you know, I'm general yeah. Mor- motors, your birth, you're birth Mercedes, of the automobile, your Mercedes Benz, and we are attempting to make our companies not die because I mean, the, the, the theme is so interesting to me. There was literally hundreds of little car companies that sprouted up at the turn of the century that most of them died or got purchased up by other companies or whatever, but they were all trying to design, you know, the next big car. Um, you know, and and most of those companies are long gone today. I mean, you know, only a few still exist Mercedes Benz Ford beyond that, it it gets pretty thin real fast. Mm -hmm. Um, so the idea of can you, you, know, can you manage through um, – and one of the things that, that the original game Detroit did, and, I'm, and Gear City does as well, is throw in some of the real-life um, hiccups. For example, you never knew when it was coming, but in Detroit, you knew at the end of the 20s there was going to be a depression, Uh-oh. a, worldwide, a, a word, worldwide massive depression. Okay. You knew it was going to come at some point, but you you didn't want to, like, if you closed up shop too early to try to protect yourself against it, you'd lose out on the Roaring Twenties and everybody buying, you know, their first cars. I mean, there was just a lot of really cool effects like that that they they used throughout the game that I would love to see translated into a board game. And it would have to be massively streamlined in Paris. but I, I just, I love the concept. All right, All right. so Jay, what do you got for us?
2: The first two that I'm going to do are probably the least original of the ones that I've come up with. Um, the first one is super unoriginal because it's basically just a reskin. Um, but the, the three of us have in the past played and enjoyed a, uh, a board game called uh, Vegas Showdown. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a worker placement game where you're, you're you're placing your worker, but the you are constructing a casino and doing it by like buying tiles to put in your casino, um, things like craps tables, craps rooms, poker rooms, etc. Um, and the in the past, I've, I've said that I, I wanted, I, I thought it'd be cool to do uh, a game that was um, a worker placement game about running a game store because yeah yeah it seems like there's a lot of um, gamers that have the dream of like, you know, someday I'm going to, uh, you know, run a game store. And so, you know, you could, you know, potentially have stuff like get a cafe for your game store or have private, you know, D and D rooms for your game store, uh, stuff like that. And so that's, that is the, uh, uh, game version that I, or idea, I came up for my first idea.
1: Wow, so what you're saying is the mechanics is maybe the unoriginal part, but the theme actually would be pretty cool.
2: <laughs> uh, hopefully, yeah.
1: <laughs> or it would be soul-crushing, and gamers would suddenly realize, like, oh, I don't actually want this, do I? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the more likely outcome, right?
0: <laughs> Potential. I, I, I do love me some Vegas uh, Vegas Showdown. Vegas showdown. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that game holds up. I mean, I haven't played it in a long time, but like,
2: yeah, it had such a cool. It had good mechanics.
1: Auction mechanic. Yeah, that yes. was part of what made it really stand out.
2: Yes. So. All right, Josh. What is your next game idea?
1: All right, from slightly less bad to slightly better. Actually, weirdly, I feel like I feel like this one is a little bit in the vein of what Trevor was doing, just talking about with Gear City or whatever. But uh, I want. I want a game that is essentially um, the back end of being the Pinewood Derby dad, right? Like, yes, it's Pinewood Derby season at the Wheeler household. And I was just thinking how, (laughs) how terribly equipped I am for this uh, assignment. And, uh, uh, and yet every year I'm called upon to do it anyway. So, you know, it would be all about like gathering the right tools, gathering the right, um, <clears throat> well, I'm going to say cheat codes, but, you know, weight compositions and...
0: Uh, no, cheat and codes then... is the correct term. <laughs>
1: like, I think it would be awesome if it had a scoring mechanism that was like, how much could you tell that the that, that it was actually the dad that built this car versus the kid?
0: <laughs> See, that's the best mechanic you've mentioned all night. Like, that's what I want. I want a game where it's like, like like a cheat score at the end that ends you know how how much how many negative points you lose
1: <laughs> like the corruption score in um yeah uh cleopatra and the society of architects or whatever like that type of thing like i've never
0: played that game so i don't know
1: but well it, the whole thing is like you build corruption up over the game and it drops into this pyramid or whatever right and then uh-huh. at the end of the game the person who has the most of that just auto loses so you okay. have to, you have so to manage like
0: you don't want to be absolute last but you can be close right exactly so
2: all right trevor what's your next idea
0: um so my next one is is sort of like your reskin thing. i i really do like the idea of um oh gosh now my brain just went blank so my idea is you you're running a food truck i've desperately wanted this game oh
1: that would be amazing
0: so every everyone um, has a food truck. It, this is my I wish. So the game chain. is literally like food truck park, basically. Yeah, my 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 idea was I wish food chain magnet was better. <laughs> so in my theme, the you you run a food truck, and there's a, the game board is a map of the town, and um, you know one of the turns is uh, or one of the phases of the game is determining where you're going to park your food truck for that day. And then the other part of it is managing a restaurant and how, you know, what do you advertise and what do you sell? But it's essentially instead of um, advertising to a map like you do in Food Chain Magnet and trying to sell to those people, you're moving your restaurant around the board to try to maximize your profits.
1: And if it's like the food trucks in our hometown, you get to see how many times your food truck can catch fire and keep- <laughs> You keep going on with the business.
2: <laughs> Amazing.
1: Yeah, I I can't remember what the name of the barbecue food truck is, but it's they've burned down like three trucks.
0: <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I mean, yeah. so they just burned one down a few days ago, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, you know what I'm talking. Why can't I think of their name? Anyway, yeah, no, that that's a real deal. That's a real thing.
2: That's a real thing. <laughs> 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 um, any any other thoughts or comments on on this game, Trevor?
0: Uh honestly this one's the one i've given the most thought to and written the most notes about like at some point no one's gonna make this because honestly i'm not even sure it's that good of an idea but at some point expect me to come to uh, some gaming convention of some sort with a workable copy of this that will be horrible and we'll play it and you'll be like yeah that was great Through through clenched teeth and and you know so
1: it won't be as bad as that one game. Oh, oh my, gosh. my gosh. And he
0: keeps bringing it back. <laughs> uh. <laughs> my... We're not behind the paywall, so we should probably stop there. But. All right. Fair enough.
1: No, I'm thinking of a different one. But, yes, I know the one oh, you're thinking of. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, there was about... one that you kick-started years ago that, like, we were so excited for it. And it was so bad. And I can't remember what it was called now. Oh, I hate, like, after. Oh, you're talking about he-
0: hegemony, probably.
1: Oh, did I ever play, did I play Hegemony?
0: Yes, we definitely played Hegemony. I was so excited for Hegemony. I know, I feel bad. It's awful. My
1: brother and I still feel bad that we're just like, this isn't good. Yeah.
2: All right, so for my next game idea, I mean, honestly, this one's, I'm, like, there's no chance that this hasn't already been done, Um, but whatever, it's, it was one that came to my mind, and um i thought it was would be kind of fun so you know for a long time with euro games it felt like the the two genres of euro games that like countless ink had been spent making these two genres of euro games were trading spices in the mediterranean and All train like games. goa yes yes yeah, like goa Mm, and, and then Steam.
1: train, games. Age of Steam, so good.
2: Yes. So the idea I had was it would be a game that is probably similar to a lot of the the different train <laughs> games that have been out there, but instead of it being a train game, it would be one based on planes, and preferably one that's, um, you know, a lot of the the train games are in the 1800s. This would most more likely be one. You know, right after World War Two, where like, it's kind of like the Pan Am era, where commercial aviation is, is kind of just starting to take off.
1: Have you played Pan Am yet, Jay?
2: Uh-uh.
1: Okay, I think you would enjoy it. It's a very... Uh, what am I trying to say here? It's a simple version of what you're talking about. Okay. But it's pretty well executed.
2: Yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm sure that this exist because why wouldn't it but but i uh, feel
1: like you could do a version of what you're talking about that would be even more um i guess in-depth is probably the phrase i would use
2: yeah and honestly another thing that was an inspiration of it was we've we've talked about this game before but i, I think it was like a sega game that it was one where you would like uh try to run an airline and um just in general it's For whatever reason, it's an idea that uh, seems fun to me. Um, Josh, we are back to you.
1: Before we go back to me, I want to know if you guys ever played the video game that was, um, you were an air traffic controller? No. Like, this was like, actually, sadly, I think this was, do we all know that I was, like, abused as a video game child and I had to try to play video games on a Macintosh for a huge chunk of my life? (laughs) Okay. Have we had this discussion No, uh uh-uh yeah no. like my poor
2: josh had to
1: yeah my father for like most <laughs> of my young life it was either it, they were apple computers it was either an apple 2e oh man i had like st- I, anyway i still was spoiled i had plenty of console games i guess right but um anyway yeah, I,
2: played, I played plenty of oregon trail on an apple 2e there
1: you go that's true it
2: was, it it was, was
1: passable fine.
2: <laughs> like, get over yourself josh
1: it was fine uh well anyway there was an air traffic controller game that was like very stressful and like i never would have gone into the career in, into the career after playing the game because it was so stressful yeah. it was pretty low fi graphics or whatever but i'm just laughing if you guys ever played something like that but uh my last game i'm trying to decide if it would be I think you would end up making this like a space game. So there's a um oh shoot, hold on, I gotta look up the author. There there's a sci-fi author, and I'm gonna look her up real quick. Becky Chambers is her name. She she wrote a series of books, one of which is called Um The Long Way to a Small Angry Planet. Okay. <laughs> and, and anyway, it's, she she she's a really fun author, but she wrote this other um book that was like the whole concept of the book was that people um gosh dang i was trying to find it to look up the term i think they called it somaforming. so so these are like humans that are going to other planets to colonize them right and they don't they don't go terraform the planet they alter themselves to be able to um live on the planet right or to be best yeah so so the name of this book is called to be taught if fortunate, right? So it's like, you know, they they go into their stasis pod, they wake up, however many, you know, hundreds of years later, and come out of their stasis pod and um, say they're on a planet that has like very little sun, right? Well, they they've they basically modified themselves genetically so that like they uh, gain nutrients from just a teeny little bit of light or whatever, right? right. And so. And I can't remember what some of the other planets, you know, like they go to another planet and they're like able to consume crystal because they know the planet's only made of crystal. Right. And so anyway, they, they adapt the, the people to be able to live on the planets. And so uh, what I wrote down for my idea is like I would love a game that like explored, um, you know, CRISPR gene modification or basically like gene modification. So and, you know, there is a game that kind of tried to do it that is like with aliens. Um, Oh, what the heck is it called? Something station. And it had like chimera station. Do you guys ever see this one? So chimera station, it had like these, um, three tiered aliens. And like, it was sort of like one of those flip books, you know, like depending on what you stacked for the aliens feet, it had certain abilities and whatever the, the torso was could be a different set of abilities and the head could be a whole different set of abilities. Right. So it's kind of been done, but, like, I think that would be cool to basically have, you know, workers that you're modifying at the genetic level. And then what are the implications? You know, what are they able to do better? Or And, and so I kind of had it in my head wrapped around this theme of um, not terraforming, but, um, you know, human forming mm. to be able to survive different planets and stuff. Yeah, somaforming is what they call it. I was just double checking. So basically, it's sort of tech tree, the human version. <laughs> Everything's a tech tree with me in the end.
2: There you go. Awesome. It's true. All right, Trevor, you're next. Oh, I'm out of ideas. (laughs) You blew (laughs) your biggest
0: idea with the, well, whatever. I mean, truthfully, I wanted a Republic of Rome rebuilt, but I I got it from Founding Fathers. Fathers. Yeah.
1: I mean, your Republic of Rome rebuilt was going to be in space, though. That I do feel like we should mention that to me, so.
0: Yeah, Sure. I mean, I'm ready for Founding Fathers version, you know, 2.0 or whatever.
1: That would what? Slightly streamline it?
0: I don't know, actually. That was such a good game.
1: Yeah. The best part of what, the last time we played that game was how one of our opponents just couldn't stand to make choices that were not historically accurate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh yes i did enjoy that
1: did trevor and i potentially manipulate that little quirk yes we did <laughs> <laughs> don't know we are bad
0: people <laughs> okay so
2: i i do have some more did did you really not have any more to go over trevor i i really didn't um okay
0: you guys kind of gave me late notice on this and yeah, so that's I... fair yeah yeah
2: okay so uh here are three more for me
0: wow you've been thinking about
2: this uh for you guys to uh give your feedback on. Uh this this first one I can't even really make. Uh I, I guess I can just uh tell the designer that that he should make it since it's already their game. But um as one of the things I was thinking about as I was doing this was thinking about different genres that I like or things that we could uh, games I'd like to see in different genres, and one of the ideas I had was that um, it's it's time for Twilight Struggle, the legacy game, to get created.
1: Whoa, yeah, oh man, I'm trying to wrap my head around that.
2: <laughs> like part of part of the idea I had with it was you could do like different parts of the map where like you you focus in on the Middle East for, um, you know, a a 20 year span or something. And then you would have historical events are going on with it, et cetera. And and one of the things that I potentially liked about the idea of, um, of twilight struggle legacy is that I granted this, this experience matters in, I guess most board games, but, when you play Twilight Struggle versus someone who's played a lot of Twilight Struggle mm-hmm. and they know the events that are going to be coming out, they know the cards, et cetera. Like you're going to get whooped.
1: Awful <laughs> yeah. stomped is the term. Yeah, you are.
2: And so, uh, the idea of, of playing Twilight Struggle where you're having this experience playing it. Um, but neither of you are going to know the cards ahead of time unless I guess, well you'll know
1: some of them that remained, right? But like the deck uh basically sure. could have shifted, right?
0: Sure. Well in a legacy game you would hope that it would provide a, a fresh new experience yes. each yes, time you move to saying. a new location and yes. you might learn the cards over time. But yeah, I I would I mean I, I would I'm not a huge Twilight Struggle fan. Um but I would absolutely buy into that. I think the biggest issue you would have is finding Um, you know, the person that you could sit down and play yeah, whatever (laughs) fifteen games of it with them and not strangle them before you were done. Oh, I didn't think about because really you would keep it a two player game, would you? Yes, absolutely. I think so, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Ah is there a two player legacy game out there already? Mm. That I'm not thinking of not off of the well, top of my is head only
2: two player yeah not only yeah two yeah player. yeah
1: right like i mean you know what iss vanguard we could technically be playing two players right. just...
0: no, i mean you could play but... lots of games just two player <laughs> gloomhaven you could play it's probably best two player
1: sure yeah yeah right but, but but no like specifically designed for two player like you know
0: and also not competitive two player not one-on-one two player it that's would I, be kind of that
1: awesome of. that it could like zoom in on some things, Jay. Like,
0: like right.
1: I don't even know if this fits with what you're saying, but like, um, imagine if all, all of a sudden one of the one of the legacy twists that like zoomed into like the Watergate scandal, basically, right? Sure.
2: Or the Cuban Missile Crisis, or
1: oh, geez, yeah, you
2: know, et cetera, the space race.
1: This almost sounds like the game that's always been in my head about like you. <laughs> you know something you do in, in, in the one game um
2: uh-huh.
1: like zooms Civ, in and like all, yeah and all of a sudden you're having a battle at a whole different level you know I, anyway whatever there's certainly a <laughs> depth of madness to all of us i guess
2: okay next idea i had the my final two ideas are both cooperative games um the
1: well i'm excited to hear how they'll address the alpha gamer problem
2: <laughs> um so <laughs> the first one the way it does it is uh i when i thought of this i thought of uh marvel okay the, the, the comic heroes
1: like that might be the setting you're saying
2: yeah um but you could you could do a generic one i just thought of marvel because that was um you know the, the something that would be ip driven and the idea uh behind it was it's a cooperative game but each of you are playing a supervillain in um in Marvel. Okay. And, and so ideally the um the the part that makes it I guess it's this one isn't really necessarily a true cooperative. It's it's probably a little bit more like Republic of Rome where Absolutely. you're each <laughs> you, you each have like your own self-interest for trevor <laughs> <laughs> yeah you each have your own self-interest but also
1: yeah like i want to kill the you know the man bat and and trevor wants to kill the 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 man spider right and
2: sure <laughs> and but you you can't let you know the superheroes gain an overarching victory the the super uh, heroes in this instance would be the the sub in for the uh, barbarians that are trying to uh, conquer rome um so that was that was basically the the idea i had with that one
1: what i'm hearing is that this would essentially be the co-op version of um there was a board game that came out a few years ago called
2: okay <laughs>
1: you guys never saw or played that one did you no I think Uh-oh. it might be deep in my stored games somewhere but it was like uh every player was a supervillain and they were each trying to build a doomsday device okay yeah and the, you know whichever doomsday device they were trying to build they had to keep it hidden from their opponents um but anyway it was it was not cooperative in any way so this would be <laughs> that would be kind of a different twist on it like basically you're the sinister 6 right or you're the
2: yeah yeah yeah
1: that's funny yeah that would be
2: Okay, so final idea. um, Another co op game. And the theme behind this one would be uh, trying to perform a prison break together.
1: Man, that was such a good show for a while. (laughs) Yes, that's true. (laughs) Like, where did I die? Where did I. I think I only made it through like season two of that.
2: Anyways, I think there's a lot of things that you could do with. that idea but what's um, what's
0: the there's a video game version of that one um oh yeah what's it called
2: i'm thinking
0: of all
1: i can think of is prison architect where you're building the prison but that's not what you're thinking of
0: no 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 there's one that my kids love to play it looks like prison architect really um, but yes it has the exact same art and everything but it's not prison architect it's um oh gosh i can't think of the name of it give me a minute okay we'll try our best but i (laughs) i well
2: the the issue is that that's the last idea and we're basically at time (laughs) oh (laughs) Uh, i have
1: i have one other brief idea that i was gonna that i was gonna offer uh but this has kind of been done i can't think of the game there's a game where you're making movies right okay Uh, anyway i was thinking something along those lines only it would be a um uh, you're an anime studio because i freaking saw a reel the other day that showed the cost to produce certain anime versus the revenue and i'm like great googly moogly like uh attack on titan those guys made a lot of freaking money
0: so it's called the escapists and the escapists 2 and that and it's a, like a co-op um it is a co-op escape from prison looks like prison architect in many ways um as far as the art style
1: interesting
0: um my kids were playing i I, this is my bad parent um moment um my kids were playing it for quite a while Um, i mean you know you hear the kids in the other room saying yeah we've got to get this so we can build our shank and and you're like (laughs) your kids are talking about basically shivving guards right um (laughs) anyway yeah so the the escape is too it's actually quite fun um So I I would love to see that in a board game form. It would be fantastic. There you go, Jake.
2: All right, there we go. I guess, listeners, you can let us know which, uh, which board game you would be most excited to see get developed.